Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, good welcome to Theory of Anything podcast, episode 48, part one. Oh, part one. Ooh. I did nice. that. Yeah, did you like that? A bit different to point one. Part one, you see, in honor, an honorary mention to A Quiet Place, part two. So this is 48, part one. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everybody. Welcome, Ford. Welcome, Devon. Hello. Oh, thank you very much. Welcome, listener. Before we get started properly, I think Devon's got something to share. Well, oh. it's not really sharing something. It was just uh, to apologise to the listeners <laughs> for such a long gap between this episode and yeah. 47 part one. Obviously, that we've had Dev- 47 Devon's part two, yeah. which was Fall Guys, if I'm not mistaken. But mm-hmm. obviously, it's not a podcast, mm-hmm. is it? It's just some gameplay, so... Because about that, but yeah, it's probably all my fault. I had some, had um, some fun chat on there. Yeah, some good chatting, some good gaming. And yeah, that full chat, fun and, chat, and that kind of thing. Um, my computer exploded, so I fixed it. Um, so <laughs> that took a little while, and I guess like, scheduling. My, yeah, my, my scheduling work schedule now yeah. is a bit, a bit uh, all over the place. So it's probably mm-hmm. all my fault. No, I think you can say that. It's your fault. Yeah. Good. Because I don't think it's all my fault. We took our eye off the <laughs> ball a little bit, but the, yeah, our eye was taken off the ball a little bit. Not because of looking at other balls, as in football, because we're not need, none of us are particularly big football fans. Looking at no balls, thank you. Um, but just simply because we had other things that were pressing, time and technical problems, as Devon's described. But Indeed. never mind that. Just to say apologies. That's all we really wanted to mention it for. So before we move on to our anything news feed, where we bring new conversation and new topics new points of interest if you like things that are happening currently um let's have a few pickups anything from previous conversations that we've done on the show either last time or any other time really yes no um well i wanted to talk about our last uh, podcast episode segment where we talked about mgm being bought by was it prime yeah, uh, somewhere amazon, amazon? amazon yeah. there you go amazon, amazon prime yeah yeah, well, I just realised mm. that Stargate is under the MGM property, <gasps> so we could possibly be seeing new Stargate content as well, which would be pretty great on my account because I love Stargate. So excited! Oh, mm. okay. <laughs> so, so sarcastic. <laughs> Evan's no. thrilled. Mm-hmm. So, Ford's going to be pleased then with that possibility. Does that mm. also mean then that all the old Stargates will appear on Prime Video? Do you think? Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, probably. Mm. If they're uh, back. Doing... what what was the last series of Stargate with different new characters? What was that called? Mm, that was Stargate Universe. Devin quite That's liked that. It. It's like the only oh, one. It was on liked. a ship. It was alright. Mm. It was on a ship, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. That was Stargate on a ship flying a long way away. Yes. Yeah. 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 It yeah it's pretty, it pretty good. It was alright. Mm. No, that's that's all I wanted to bring. So. Uh... Okay. Well, picking up from that same conversation that you just referred to with that whole stuff about the um, Amazon taking over the world, I had a thought, and I think I mentioned it in that episode, about if we were to get everything that you subscribe to everything that um, was on offer, all these new video services, you'd be paying a fortune. Remember that conversation? Yeah. So... I was thinking about this from a licensing point of view. I had a a new concept for streaming services, and I think I might have solved it if they do it. They're not going to do it because they're never going to hear it unless they subscribe to the amazing podcast. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. Maybe maybe they've thought about it, but they don't want to do it because it 
won't benefit there. But in a way, like the music licensing works, you know what I mean by that? Um, for our church, okay, we pay a license to play music. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And um, each year you have to send in a list of all the songs that you played or used the software, the rights for, yeah? And uh, then what happens is the the artists get a uh, monetary uh, re- reimbursement for the percentages of what was used yeah for in their name you see so i was thinking about this if if you we hit upon a figure i think maybe 30 pound a month okay and then you had access to all those platforms that exist i know this is never going to happen but this could solve would make a lot of platforms a lot more popular um you you could get on every single streaming platform there was and then somehow the uh, companies have a log of what you watched and then the percentage of your 30 pound goes to amazon or um, apple or disney or what else have we got there's a load more isn't there netflix yeah. uh, netflix of course netflix how can i forget netflix um so all the players who are in that field get a share of the 30 pound depending on what percentage of viewing you did with their platform mm. So it's kind of like a in, that... a in England where you have a BBC um, TV license sort of thing. Yeah, kind of, but it's mm. a share, you know, a, sh- a share of. So that then I think that certainly more people would be watching more different platforms, and so those platforms probably get a bigger reward. There's not many people, as far as I can tell, I know who got Apple TV. Okay. No. Uh, so no. they don't know what good stuff is on there. Uh, but if they could watch Apple TV as part of their £30 a month subscription fee, um, they could see some of that great content, you know? Mm. Foundation is coming and, out. You know, mm. And then the competition comes in that the platforms know that they want their share to go up. They've got to produce the best content. You see? Yeah. So that's just a thought. It's just an idea. I think it's it too could good work, to be true. but will they ever do it? I doubt. De- I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt mm. it could ever happen. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, but think about it. There's a lot of people. A lot of people are only probably subscribing to one or two of the available streaming services, um, and maybe thirty pound isn't the right margin, right, right bracket to go up. Maybe twenty pound would be more. Would entice more people to sign up to it. Um, so. You know, you get two services for 15 quid, say, or all of them for 20. It's a good thought. I thought you'd shoot me down in flames, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, and they're not going to go for it, but I'd, I'd like to see it happen. No, I know. I'd love to see it happen, yeah. Sounds because good. at the moment, you slip in and out of different ones. You know, you might have a month on one and a month on another. I know that's one way of doing it, but it's a hassle, isn't it? Mm, yeah. So perhaps you need to get all of the streaming services on the phone, all in a conference call, and tell them how it, how it is. <laughs> and punt what they call pitch it to them. Yeah. 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 Punt it, but pitch. It. I could go on the Lions Den, couldn't? Lions. <laughs> Lions. Is it Lions Den? Yeah. 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 Dragon Den. Dragon Dragonstein. I think I think it sounded right. Yeah. yeah Lions Den's where Daniel hangs up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I knew I'd yeah. heard it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh dear, very good. Let's move on, shall we, to our Anything News Feed. And now it's time for Anything News Feed. Okay, first up then, uh, we've got a couple of things here going on in our Anything News Feed. I wanted to ask the question, I've been trying to catch up on my podcast listening of the, my regulars that I listen to, and uh, I'm still a long way behind. And it's interesting, actually, to be listening to um, some particular uh, podcasters uh, in the whole in- area of uh, movies and uh, discussing whether um, James Bond film No Time to Die is going to be launched in April. So that shows you how far back I am with some of my listening. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, here we are now as we record at the first week in July and still there is no sign of James Bond. And then mm. I thought to myself, where is James Bond? So, I did manage to find um, the Cineworld uh, website do have a list of their release dates for the rest of the year. And so there's a couple of other highlights I wanted to bring, and I oh. thought you might be intrigued to know where some uh, some of the highlights of the year's film releases and when to expect them. Yes. Okay, so I'm just going through um, by month now and listen out for when we get to James Bond. Uh, the next big release at the time of recording is Black Widow, which is coming uh, out in three days' time. I'll give that a big thumbs up. Looking on forward the, to that one. But by the time this comes to air, it probably will already be out on the 9th of July. Uh, yes, I'm looking forward to seeing that, definitely. Mm. Um, then there's several others, but uh, the next big one after that that we might have, we've mentioned before, on the 17th of September... So August is a bit of a quiet month. I oh, know Suicide Squad in August on the sixth of August. Are you mm. interested in that? Um, I might be. It depends if it's any good. Okay. The, the last Suicide Squad wasn't that great, and it's no. just disappointing. But yeah, okay. It doesn't seem to record anything other than Suicide Squad. Is not a reference to it being a sequel. Obviously, I knew of it, another Suicide Squad film, but is that going to make two films called? Oh, it's the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. That's weird. I don't like they just, that. They've just added a the in front of it. Huh. Because huh. this is going to get um, abbreviated to just Suicide Squad, isn't it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they can't. Uh, the next one uh, Ford might be interested in is June. Ah, uh, yes. Dune or June. June. Um, on the 17th of September. Yeah, they missed a trick there not releasing it in June, but all right. Yes! <laughs> June in June. Mm. <laughs> they did, didn't they? Oh, well done. No, right. but I am looking I am looking forward to that, yeah. It's great. I know, yeah. Mm. Looking forward to that. I'd like to see the old one again, but... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's looking a bit aged now, isn't it? Well, I, I watched it quite recently, and I quite enjoyed yeah. it still, so... That's... Yeah, yeah. Very good. And then, believe it or not, September the 30th, drum roll, please, No Time to Die... Ah. James Bond film. The 25th James Bond film, no less. Huh. Yeah. 25th? The 25th James Bond film. They need Dunn to give film. it a, a rest, to be honest. Oh, I 25th film. I know. Mm-hmm. And of course, Daniel Craig's last outing is uh, 007. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. The trailers I saw about 18 months ago looked very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think from the time of completion to the time of release is something ridiculous. So, but there was only yeah. fourteen books. 
how does that how does that work i didn't know that wow that's interesting a few more interesting ones 12th of november ghostbusters afterlife if you're not a ghostbusters film there okay uh shout out devon if you if you've is, got any is comments the me. ghostbusters one got the same cast as the most recent ghostbusters i thought the most recent one was the all girl cast wasn't yes. it yeah, so I don't know if it's a sequel to them or if it's going back to an old guy squad, yeah. Ghostbusters. I don't know. I don't even know. Or even just them. different all girls. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you what's were... wrong with the old ones? Let's not get into this. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, a bit like that. Eh? <laughs> okay. And then the following week after Ghostbusters is another one I'm keen to see is Top Gun Maverick. Oh. On the 19th of November. Now, that is a long gap between to its sequel. I can't remember when Top Gun came out originally. I won't bother looking, but uh, it's a goodly gap. Yeah, quite. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this one. I enjoyed the original, but if they're going to... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm dubious. I bet they'll play on the whole Oh, You've Aged a Lot routine, won't they, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when these uh, movie stars come back after a long gap, that's what they usually do. Yeah, they'll be like, you're a relic, no one needs you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing the same thing with James Bond, aren't they, if I remember the trailer properly. Are they? I didn't know. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, I mean, I'm not really a Top Gun fan, am I? So... No, not any of these fans, are you? Shout up if you are. Okay. Not not shut up, shout up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. uh, then... A little bit of a gap to the 17th of December, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, I'm very excited about that. I, I heard this be. one, rumours saying that they're going to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this as well. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. the, the previous Spider-Man. Yeah. Wow. It's oh, really? A, a multidimensional type thing. Yeah, like a so sp- Spider-Verse. Um, yes, that's what yeah. I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah, a bit of a coming together sort of play on the old, on, on the Spider-Verse. Uh, interestingly enough, I can go all the way go right into the future in October 2022. Uh, into the Spider Verse Two is being released. Oh, so good. that's another little add-on. So, yeah, I'm a bit concerned. I mean, I do trust Marvel and Sony to make a good, you know, superhero film, but um, I'm a bit concerned they're overdoing the whole multi-dimensional thing. You know, yeah, that sounds like I get quite tired it re- quite quickly. I think I might be wrong, but I think you kind of lose a bit of jeopardy if uh, you know, oh, there's another universe that this didn't happen in, um, sort of to worry about. I mean, they're messing around with that a lot in Loki right now as well. So Are it's, they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's all about multiverses and everything and timelines yeah. and whatever. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a writing, well, you know, writers. You can yeah. bring like, dead characters, can't you? Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do with it, but I'm a bit, yeah, mm. sceptical. One more to mention. I think we'll end it there because it's the last one of the year. On the 24th of December, believe it or not, Christmas Eve, The Matrix 4. <gasps> oh, exciting. Yeah. yeah, Christmas yeah, Eve. Fan. That, there we go. Is that, is that Christmas Eve sorted then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's if these dates are to be believed. Let's just hold on and see, you know, what with everything else that's going on in the world. Who knows what could happen next? Mm, of course. S- so that all started because I was wondering where on earth it, or where in time is James Bond, and now we know. Yeah. Wow. Well, September thirtieth. Not long to wait. Not much right. longer to wait. Okay. Well, well. Speaking of films, um, yes. th- uh, there's rumours and hearsays and trailers dropping 
about a Sopranos prequel. Yes, I'm now, I know, yeah. yeah, I know you like Sopranos. So oh. it's called it's called The Many Saints of Newark. Newark? I don't know. Yeah, Newark. Newark yeah. Newark. Okay. yeah. Do you have uh, anything to say about that? I do, actually, yeah. I mean, Sopranos, I have to say, out of all the TV drama I've ever watched, is probably my favourite of all time. Um, I, I've only been through the whole lot once, but I know other fans of Sopranos have on their fourth and fifth viewing of the whole seven seasons, I think. I can't remember. Wow. Now. I forget now. Is it my, better I, than Breaking Bad? Yes. Oh, Yeah. wow. Didn't even hesitate. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's the best TV ever made. What's interesting me the most about this is that the key character's um, actor who played Tony Soprano was played by James Gandolfini. And it's a prequel to the whole TV series. There was, in fact, six six seasons of it, um, 86 episodes. Um, is that that character Tony Soprano is being played by James Gandolfini's son in the real world, the actor Michael Gandolf, Gandolfini? Gandolfini, uh, yeah, that's very so clever. That is going to be good because actually there's a good likeness between them. You could you yeah. can look at you can look at Michael and say actually you do look like a young um, James. James. version of your dad yeah, yeah. james yeah. <laughs> obviously playing the same character but earlier on in his life so yeah. i'm looking forward to that i'm disappointed oh. when i first heard about it i thought it was another series tv series but it's not it's a two hour long film so that's mm. like that's my disappointment is that there's not gonna be much of it yeah but if it's yeah. if it's made by the same makers and have the same kind of feel to it it should be good Apparently it's uh, dropping on HBO Max and in cinemas. So, oh, good. I suppose for American viewers, HBO Max, I guess. Yeah. The rest yeah. of us probably. Uh... Can we get HBO Max here? I don't. I don't think, I think it's it's Sky Atlantic. I think that's HBO. Oh, is oh, it? You get the same yeah. thing now. Ah, okay. I think anyway. Don't take my word for that. But Sky Atlantic is an excellent channel. They've got some fabulous stuff on there. I must admit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You can thank HBO, I guess. Yeah. I think so. That's all good stuff. Good yeah. news to hear. Yeah. Um I've got a couple of things I wanted to say before we move over, let Devon take the lead on the main segment. Oh. When I play a DVD through my four K telly, the quality is really rubbish. How can is there a setting I need to change on my four K telly to make a DVD look decent? Or are you just used to higher resolutions and DVD? No, because when I play it through another telly, which is an ordinary HD telly, it looks perfect. Oh, maybe you maybe worse... it, your TV's downscaling it too far the resolution because you're just trying to get to 4K, but it downscales the direction. I don't know. Yeah, you have to flick through the settings now a little look. Because it's an OLED telly that I'm using, and um, it's struggling, I think, to yeah. um, give good image. So yeah, it's, it's probably 720p the DVDs that you're trying to use. Yeah. Unless it's like Blu-ray or something. Well, Blu-rays play on the um, on the OLED 4K telly fine. Yeah, but, uh, that's what I'd DVDs imagine. That are struggling. It's a difference yeah. in resolution, so it's probably downscaling mm-hmm. too much. And then one more thing to mention, another TV drama to really recommend to you is a TV drama called Time. This was a drama set in a prison with, you will know his face if you saw it. Oh, it's BBC. Yeah, so you can watch this on iPlayer. And it has your one of your favourite characters from um, oh, Game, of, 
Game of Thrones. Oh. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Sean Bean. Yes. One Sean of Bean. my favourite characters. <laughs> well, it was when Game of Thrones was good, wasn't it? Season one. Yes. Season one. Yeah. So Sean Bean plays um, the one of the main characters in the TV series uh, Time, and actually, I we thoroughly enjoyed it. Huh. Probably not quite as good as Sopranos, but actually really did get a lot from it. And uh, one of the main reasons we enjoyed it was uh, it was quite moving to watch. Um, had me a little bit moist-eyed. Uh, well. the, the whole concept of forgiveness. So there we are. I'm spiritualising it now for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you want, I would recommend you watch this. If you can take some of the uh, grittiness and the saltiness in the language and the grittiness in the visuals, and bearing in mind that it is a, it is a prison drama, you um, will not be disappointed, I don't think. So huh. re- recommend it. Yeah. Shh, does Sean Bean, Bean die? <laughs> Sean Bean always dies. <laughs> Sean Bean does always die. Yeah. Uh, Sean Bean plays my favourite character in Lord of the Rings, uh, but, but not in Game of Thrones, no. Okay. Yeah. So that's that, really. That's all the anything news I wanted to bring, or we bring between us. So um, very nice. I think it's time for us to move on to our main feature segment. Excellent. Ooh. And now it's time for Devon's chosen subject. Okay, I guess it's over to me then. Today, I just wanted to talk about and discuss with you the meaning behind the term that we use in the Christian circles called worship. Uh huh. Um, there's no right or wrong answers. I'm looking for a discussion, okay. just like we did for the one or anything like that. You know, it's all just yeah. a bit of, you know, a bit of, uh, of macachan, as I say. You always bring something to the table <laughs> that expands my mind. We we talked about the word religion last time, didn't we? So, yeah. Uh, when you, I think you led that conversation, and and I did come away from it feeling duly challenged by some of my preconceptions so wow let's see how this goes i'm excited for it yes i love the way he says there's no right or wrong answer but <laughs> secretly he says i do have very strong opinions yeah. <laughs> i do have very strong opinions yeah but yeah. that doesn't mean they're yeah. right no right or wrong answer unless you disagree with me exactly yeah. <laughs> go um, on then present your case young man um i'm just kind of um I'm basically fleshing out some things that bother me, and you can tell me that I'm being dumb. That no. sounds good. I can't okay. wait. Right. <laughs> Ford pretty much knows what I'm going to talk about anyway, because I've probably talked okay. to Zero off about it before, or talked to Tim Zero about, off it while he's listening mm-hmm. to me. Obviously, I've been going to some uh, very young churches mm-hmm. um, for the past couple of years. Um, and even when I was in Chester, I went, went to a young church as well, and I had the same kind of thing there that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Ask a question before you go any further. When you say young church, do you mean a church for young people or a church that's not been going it's, very long? It seems long? to be aimed at young people. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fair as enough. in, like, the yeah. congregation is very young. Right. It, uh, physically aged yeah. young, anyway. Okay. Um, the younger generation. Good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which obviously has a lot of benefits and a lot of downsides as well, just the whole premise oh, of aiming to be young, but that's not really my my point anyway right now. Um, okay. And the issue that at hand is what they would deem to be worship, right? Right, okay. So obviously we have some some songs in the church we would say that was worship, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of songs 
that I've been seeing going around that are written by these young churches or used by these young churches that talk a lot about ourself and not actually worshipping someone else. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. I'd like to bring an example. I'd like to hear your examples. Please do. So there's a song by, I'm not going to tell you who by because it's kind of like trash in the song, but I'll kind of just read a, read a few verses of, mm-hmm. like, not a few, like a few lines. So there's this line that says, there's hope I know, whatever comes, this faith will see me through the storms. You call me to be fearless always. Your strength is mine. I won't be afraid. Right. Now for me, that's that's not worship because it's not proclaiming the glory of someone else. Hmm. I kind of get that, but also it's, but, hmm. It's sort of declaring what God's done for us, right? So yep. it's, and we're a part of the equation, aren't we? There's two parties in this relationship, me and God. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so to ignore the me part, that's like half the equation, isn't it? I'm not saying to ignore the me part, but in a time of worship, I think you should have worship. There's, there's obviously a conversation that we have with God, and that's good to mm. build a relationship and to acknowledge what he has done for us. And things like that's that. what mm. I was just going to say. Can, can we worship, can we say, declare in worship what God has done for us? Well, it's, biblically, that doesn't seem to be what the examples are. Right. Like, um, like Revelation 4, 8, we get an idea of what worship is like in yep. heaven, which you probably already know. Um and it says that the, the basically the, the beings in heaven are singing holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And that's yeah. fully centered on God. And that's yeah, fully proclaiming yeah. the glory of God. Yeah. And we also see other verses as well that say that it should be less of me and more of God. Mm-hmm. And as we become less, he becomes more and our lives are basically better because of it. Hmm. Um, so that's what I was just thinking. Like, why is a lot of the that's, the focus on yeah. on us these days? Yeah, I can understand your point. There, that the words that you just read from Revelation four eight are are exactly uh, used within um, at least a couple of songs. I, I think oh yeah, I can recall. Yeah, definitely. Uh, very very famous worship songs. Some of them. So you wouldn't have a problem with those, obviously. No. Um, they're good examples of worship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but lim- maybe. Maybe Sorry. it's limiting, though, if we're only talking about God without talking about how God has react affected us, which is what I think the problem is with the first example you shared, is it did seem to be focused on us or talking about us yeah, or our experience of God. But also, the other thought I had um, is that uh, I've heard it taught that descri- somewhere in the Bible it describes the throne room of God as uh, angels just worshipping like you just described from uh, Revelation. Holy, holy, holy. And it's like as they come, as they're, they're kind of this picture, I don't know who described it like this, um, of the throne room filled with angelic beings constantly mm. worshipping God for eternity. Um, but each time they transcend around the, the awesome, almighty 
throne room, they're seeing something new f- about God and a new perspective of God yeah. each time, each time round, if you like. So, oh, holy, holy again, you know, uh, yeah. but not like it. So it never seems to be the same. Yeah. Now, in a worldly sense, we can't yet, hopefully, prayerfully, believe, faithfully, we believe that that is what we will experience for ourselves one day, not just the angels. But whilst we're here, our human limitations we find it difficult with just worshipping in, in, if you like, a limited capacity. Mm. Maybe I'm, I'm just trying to get my words right. Uh, so sometimes that's why the focus can seem to be on us because the comprehension of God's fullness is impossible for us while we're here on Earth. But you can still learn and understand aspects of God's personality and what he has yeah. done and who mm-hmm. he is. Maybe not to the fullest, obviously, no. because we... We don't have that capacity but yeah. like the angels in heaven as you said they just kept saying holy holy yeah. holy as they discovered more and more about god and mm. they that would never sing about themselves yeah I don't know. yeah okay. i i think i can concede that point um but my question would be then is is that the majority of songs or the minority do you think hmm. it depends on which circles you're in i think because obviously there's a lot of different types of christian songs um if you go to a lot of uh, Church of England, more traditional songs, I think they're more focused on God from my personal experience. Okay. But a lot of these newer churches, like where I started talking about young churches aimed at mm. young people, it's like they try and sing about ourselves to try and keep us interested. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because like if, well, it fit, yeah, pretty much. Because it's like, I don't know how to say it quickly. I feel like you, you've got to be in a certain headspace as you go into worship to be able to obviously it's not our objective but to receive whilst worshiping as well if it's yeah. true worship whereas in these songs it kind of forces you to be to try and be grateful and to be happy and to yeah yeah it's like oh you you're strong now mm-hmm. because you won't be afraid and you're not gonna be fearless and your mm-hmm. faith will see you through the storms and it's like yeah i get that but i i i realize that as i enter truly into worship and focus on god because as I yeah. as I focus on how good he is and how much he is my father, then everything else goes away. Right. I was kind of wondering when you were saying that, like, should we be getting anything out of worship if it's all for God? Because mm. a lot of people say like it gives them great feelings and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. is that bad then? It's not bad to get great feelings out of worship. I think it's a byproduct for most worship, but that that doesn't mean that we shouldn't worship if we're not getting good feelings. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not the main goal or even the focus at all I, I shouldn't think any I don't think that should be the main focus because that's again on ourselves um, the focus yeah. should be giving glory to God um, but other good stuff comes along with it mm. as, a con- as a consequence of rather yeah. than the main purpose for yeah yeah whereas I feel like these songs that talk about ourselves the main purpose is to try and build me up which I get I get mm. like Building ourselves up is good, and speaking things over ourselves is good, but that's not worship. No. To, in, in my definition of worship, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, and, and and to be fair, you it's a valid point to make because I've heard other people say similar things. Um, oh, really? Not for some time, I must admit, but um, <laughs> in conversations I've had in the past, I've heard people having problems with some of our modern day worship songs, and the, the focus is in the wrong place. 
Um, mm. So yeah, it's an interesting point. May I ask you do you do you feel like an old fuddy duddy when you say things like this? Tim? Yes, I've, I've talked <laughs> I've talked to multiple church leaders and they just don't understand what I'm talking about. Kind of brush oh, me oh, really? and it's like you just feel like I don't know. It's a bit weird. Like um, obviously I was talking to Tim about it when we were at Momentum. You okay. remember for it. And he said that I spoiled him for worship because before I talked to him, he hadn't ever thought about it before. And now he's realizing, like, realizing it everywhere. Mm. When you but, start looking for it, you find it. Yeah, yeah, but apart from that, like everyone goes, what? I guess you've really got to look at the uh, the lyrics and start to think about it, haven't you? Because otherwise you just sort of sing it and that's it, don't you? But it, mm. it describes in the Bible of us going into the the Holy of Holies. I don't know how you can do that when you're focusing on yourselves. I don't mm. know how that's possible. Going to the Holy of Holies during worship by singing about myself. It just it's completely counterintuitive in my understanding. How am I going to go towards God when I'm looking at myself? I don't know. Okay, let me have another th- bring another thought to it, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, what do we think the difference is between praise and worship? I don't think there is any. I think we've no? we've made one in a modern church to try and differentiate between a fast song and a slow song. Yeah, <laughs> it's like praise is the ones that you jump and clap to. Exactly, and worship is the ones you stand still and put your hands in the air. Yeah, that's okay. really showing us where we're where our backgrounds are from. That is exactly. It? Whereas obviously, yeah. if you just think of the word praise, yeah. it means the exact same thing as worship. Yeah. Now I'm going to need some Latin origins. I, no, I don't have them, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just lifting someone else up higher than you, isn't it? and mm. giving glory to them honoring them okay so that's a good a good answer i like that yeah um but in thinking about that question i also have another when we think about prayer and we haven't talked about prayer as a subject before on this podcast but it might be something we could come back to yeah we we did we prayer comes in different forms doesn't it yeah and i'm just thinking often we'll come to prayer as a type of worship because worship isn't just sung, obviously. No. I think, hopefully, you know, and many of us will know that, and listeners might know that, unless you've this first song you've heard, listened to a conversation along these lines. But worship can be done in many different formats, you know. Yeah. But because we worship Him with our lives, not just with our mouths. When we, when we pray, we kind of enter into like a, if you like, a, a, a pattern, if you like, of acknowledging God and worshiping Him in in our prayer. If you if you can do this by breaking down the Lord's Prayer, you know, and then you can exalt God and then you can bring your requests to God and you can bring your thanksgiving to God. And, and so prayer can take on these different facets, if you like. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if there's space for worship to do the same, mm. you know, for our song worship. I mean, sorry, clarify our song worship can be a bit like that not that these songs that include a lot focus on what god has done for us yeah yeah uh, as compared to those songs which are just talking about who god is um but actually expressing in that example you first gave us what he has done and why we are thankful for it that that's another type of worship rather than that's not it's a second class worship it's just a different facet of worship i think that's definitely true because well i've got an i've got a thought with our attitude when we come to god to worship and i'm thinking like the bible talks about um worship being a sacrifice and having Mm. to work worship in spirit and in truth and yeah 
like sometimes when we come to worship, it is a sacrifice because we just don't feel don't, like you it. You don't want you know? to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the last why, thing you want to do. Yeah. Why should I be grateful to God right now? My life sucks right now. But yeah. that's when it becomes, you know, something like a sacrifice. But other times it feels great. We love worshiping God and stuff. Yeah. So at least in that aspect, yeah, I think it does take on different forms. Yeah. For us. I don't know if uh, you, what you think about that. Yeah, mm. I, it. I think it definitely does take in different forms for sure. And there's um, worship with our physical posture as well, which is mm. all over the Bible. Um, Come, mm-hmm. let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. That's Psalm ninety-five six. Mm. Then there's other ones where it's worship with gladness and joy, and like what we would call as Protestants or. Church of England praise songs like jumping around and clapping yeah. over. <laughs> as it comes to Dad's point it depends on what you're meaning for that area of the service or of the fellowship to be yeah. if if it's supposed to be I don't know yeah I, I think know. to conclude it maybe this might be what you're, you're thinking I think if you exclude one facet of worship exclude if you only include one type of worship and exclude the other then you are missing out, you know. Um, I think my answer to your first question is, is there room for both? Or well, no, it's another question, isn't it? I'm asking, answering a question with a question. I, I think there is room for both. I think it's right that in some worship, I can give thanks to God for what he's done for me. And to do that, the song lyrics are going to probably include the words me, my and I, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know that's taking the focus off God and putting it on me, but it is giving thanks for what he's done for me but if i only ever sing songs like that in worship in corporate worship times then i'm missing a massive amount of what true worship really is if i don't include the songs that are just honoring and exalting and just uh, uh, thanking god for who he is not for what he's done you can uh, worship for who he is as well it makes it's me easy. think that the the lord's prayer that you brought up that is split mm-hmm. into different parts. Obviously, the first part is obviously my father who's who's in heaven. So mm-hmm. my father who's above me in heaven, even further above me, as in mm-hmm. like glory. Hallowed be your name. Like your name is holy yeah. above everything. And then declaring his splendor over everything. Thy kingdom come. Like the um, will be done. That is the the part of the prayer that is worship, in my understanding. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And yeah. then, so you you give worship, you declare who he, who he is, and then you do the other stages as well. Yeah. So I I don't know if the the giving thanks is actually worship. It's an interesting thought, though. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I, I was thinking, yeah. uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Go on. No, I I, I didn't put my points over in saying this is the answer. I'm just thinking on. Yeah on the go here and it's just something that occurred to me but i'm not sure that's the correct resolution for it mm. yeah when, I, when, I, when i'm thinking about this and uh, you're talking about people who come to worship for their own sake or something like that and it makes me think well there are people out there who pick their church based on the quality of the music don't they yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've heard about this and mm. and some people say they've given up on christianity because they are no longer feeling stuff you know yeah yeah and I guess this is this is the trap. I know we're we're talking about giving God what He's just deserves, but also if it's like poison to us as well if we think that worship is for us. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah. Which I so, think is what Devin's saying, isn't it? Yeah, worship isn't for us. Exactly. Mm. Thanksgiving uh, yeah, is for us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But mm. see, I don't know. My my church even has like a a drop in the in the song. So like, I don't know if you, it's like a electronic dance music term where it kind of builds up and then it drops and everyone dances. Like that's that's the kind of <laughs> you know. There's and no, how no are you coping that with that? Not well. Yeah. Oh, I for the past like two years. But it's it's something that the Lord gives us grace for, isn't it? I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought you I thought you enjoyed the drop. Um, in songs that I'm not supposed to be worshiping God in, in yeah, I'm down yeah. for a drop or two. But, okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, it seems to be very oriented on keeping people entertained and keeping people. Mm. Are, are, are all consumable. of their? Is all of their worship lyrics as you've described? It's probably about is this seventy-five percent of them. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, oh. like you, it's not it's not uncommon for an entire song. To be like I described. So, mm. do you think it's a lack of creativity then that, on behalf of the songwriters or the the musicians themselves? Not that I'm criticising anybody because obviously that's they've got talent I don't have and a gifting that I don't have. To be imaginative about how we worship God without putting the focus on us. I, I just think, it, in my limited ability, I think I would find it easier to talk about the stuff that God has done for me than creatively saying, writing lyrics that are all about God only without putting any focus on yeah. me. I think I would. I, mean, I would find that a harder song to write. You don't want to get copyright strike, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> By the Bible. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I think, sure, I because he's, he is literally difficult to describe, isn't it? Yeah. And our first-hand experience is what God's done for us. Yeah. And so that's much easier to relate to. Definitely. I definitely think it is. it does require less creativity. In terms yeah. of not making something that sounds as similar to another really yeah. massive traditional song, those verses you read from Revelation four eight, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or even like ones from I don't know King of Kings or whatever, like the, the classics yeah. that we have. Um, yeah. So yeah, people, it, it just gives us a lot more wide range of vocabulary to use if yeah. we yeah. don't just focus on God. But I think also, personally, I, I, I haven't been to Devon's church. I don't think I've ever been a part of a church where they do this, these sorts of things. But I think it might be personally a part of the whole progressive Christianity movement. Like I know a lot of people have come against Bethel and Hillsongs for this sort of thing. And a lot of it is sprouting out of their theology. Not Well, I don't know, maybe it is a cre- lack of creativity, like you say. But also they have this sort of me-focused theology, you know? Mm. Oh yeah, I mean, if their theology aligned with what I was thinking, then they wouldn't be having these kind of songs at all, because they would mm. be fervently against it. But so there has to be something, whether it's um, not realizing it, or whether mm. it's actively trying to turn your focus inwards. Because I yes. think there is a Christianity out there that says inward. Look yes. at me. It's like self-help. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that applies to your church or, or the churches that do this sort of thing. I but, mean, it's very you know, similar that's... with the sermons as well. You can see it reflected in the sermons. Almost every single sermon as well yeah. is is reflects on how can we make it easier to be a better Christian, yeah. not mm-hmm. actually teaching me who God is. Without sounding like being too much of a downer, because these churches are attracting people and the gospel's being shared and people are giving their lives to Christ. So that's all good. Yeah. But I don't. I would be concerned if that's the only place they get to with them. Yes, you know, um, exactly. there's more that there is available, and uh, if if their worship or their teaching isn't bringing people, discipling them towards what's the full 
full gospel, if you like, yeah. um, then then they're, they're, those those are going to be like the, um, the seeds that fall on on thorny ground, aren't they? Because our strength doesn't come from the things that you've described in in those in those examples, but actually our strength is from the Lord. Yeah. So that's fascinating. But there is con- cause for concern, but let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Is what I'm probably thinking. Yeah. Because they they are reaching people. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, like I mean, it, it can't hurt, yeah. but it, there's there's more like there's a it bottlenecks. What can? Yeah, that's what I mean. What can yeah. be? Yeah, it can can be limiting. So I'm not one so, of these guys who's on Facebook like like bashing Bethel and things like that because of these kind of things. I think people are quite often to bash on these, um, I guess, newer churches in terms of them being, I don't know, from the devil or whatever. I don't think that at all. Absolutely not, no. Um, I, I've, I've been greatly blessed by Hillsongs and Bethel music, you know. Yeah. Some of the most anointed times of worship I can remember have been to some of that, uh, some uh, worship music. Yeah, but but if that's all I could experience, I think I yeah, there's more, there's more, isn't there? Yeah, but there's I read this line again and ask mm. what what the point is of this line okay. from this song. There's hope, I know. Whatever comes, this faith will see me through the storms. So the hope that you might be thinking about in that first bit, that's not Jesus, isn't it? There's hope. I know whatever comes, this faith will see me through the storms. So it's hope in your own faith that your faith will see you through the storms. Like it's, I don't know. Why? Why is it not the hope of Christ? Because because it says, "There's hope. I know whatever comes, this faith will see me through the storms." So isn't it the faith in the hope of Christ? But it's 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 the the hope in this faith will see me through the storms. Not. Not Christ will see me through the storms. I could read it either way. Your faith does squat all for you. Ouch. Oh, now there's another subject. <laughs> uh, faith, faith is trusting in what cannot be seen, isn't it? Yeah. The substance of things hoped for. Yes, but without the yeah. without without the unseen, there's nothing to happen. So you you could have faith in, I don't know, the tooth fairy. But there's no tooth fairy, so nothing's going to happen. So surely the focus shouldn't be on your own faith, and it should be on God, the person who actually does something. I think it's about bringing people to faith in Christ, putting their trust in God, isn't it? It has to, it has to be a faith. We call it our faith journey, don't we? Our, uh, are you asking me to reevaluate every expression of my <laughs> vocabulary? No, no, I'm not saying... My Christian vocabulary. I'm not saying that, but to me, that line reads okay. that my own faith will... Sort it out for me. Okay. And I don't know why it wouldn't be that God will sort it out for me. Or not even that. Just like, like even if it was I, I have no fear because the Lord is looking after me or anything like that. Mm. But it's yeah. it's my own faith will it's, see me through the storms. It's probably yeah. Is this one of the songs they sing at your church? Yes. Written by one of the people at your church? Yes. Oh, maybe you should talk to them. They don't listen to me. I've yet I've yet to talk to them at this church yet about this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I've, I've is it a big church? Um, it's it's be five different. Uh, what do you call it? 
congregations, congregations under yeah. one church. Wow. So wow, there's a few hundred people, yeah. I just think it's it's a lyrical, it's a lovely sounding, yeah. When you break it down, there's better ways of saying the same thing. But it's a nice, it probably goes well with the music. Yep. And it sounds spiritual. Yeah. yeah. I 100% agree with what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds nice but, and it sounds spiritual. Yeah. and it, But if we said it better, it might not go so well with the music. But is that important? Well, that's important. Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, the angels don't really care that they're singing the same line over and over again for eternity. No, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'm know? assuming. I assume they they tag out so they can go and have a coffee or something like that. I mean, it may may happen. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, different, different, different angels come and go. You know, we know that the song never ends. So, someone yeah. like either they're all there all at the same time, or mm. someone tags out. Yeah. <laughs> we've got to wind this up I think because we've gone on quite a way with that and yeah. it's been a fascinating subject I don't know any clearer on it or any nearer to the answer or what the best solution is to go forward with how you develop these conversations and uh, and and help others to feel and understand in a similar way Yeah. if it indeed like you, I think you began by saying there's no right or wrong answer to this Um <laughs> Yeah. He just says that to make you feel comfortable. So I you know. Know. It's not, get, I'm not saying that I, that I have the absolute truth and that yeah, whatever okay. you disagree with me is wrong. I'm saying this yeah. is what I believe to be true. What do you believe to be true? Yeah. I've still have my own opinions, even if I'm, it's not like a right or wrong answer. Yeah. Mm. And if uh, Devon's Church worship leader is listening, I'm sure he loves you <laughs> and uh, he appreciates all your hard work and you serve God with a beautiful heart. I just thought I'd get that in. Yeah, thank yeah, you. It means, it means so much more coming from you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's covering my back. On be, behalf of my son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah. I really hope somebody responds to this. I would love to get some feedback on this topic. If anybody listening has got any thoughts on that or what on earth are you lot talking about? I've never heard anybody have these conversations before. Then please write in, text us. We're going to give you some de- contact details in a moment before we go. Um, any other thoughts on it you wanted to close with? I'm not cutting you short, am I? No, I think that's good. Um, okay. I came with a list of notes that have no- <laughs> nothing to do with what Devin was talking about. <laughs> so, that was a waste. You, you saw the title for our conversation, Worship, yeah. and I didn't, yeah, just I went, pre- prepared it, um, well, you, it in depth. You said, oh, what we're going to talk about, and I was like, whatever you want. And then you said, I already know what you're going to talk about. So I was like, well, okay, well, we'll talk about that then. Well, so I thought you would have prepared for it. I guess, I guess wrong, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have a clue. All I knew it was worship, but I didn't know what, where, which angle. Anyway. Well, next episode, we'll do worship part two, and I'll talk about what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, guys. Thank you. Let's set your next assignment and say farewell. Okay. Um, I think can't remember if we have an intro for this section but i just wanted to mention what we're going to be talking about next time mm-hmm. in our the next episode that gets released will be our assignment chat is that what we're calling it uh yeah why not you call it something else i call it homework probably but it's not it's not oh whatever it's called uh, oh you call it we review that's what you call it oh yeah we yeah review. of course you call it we review anyway so we review assignment chat next week or next time <laughs> Uh, who could tell what week it will be? Um, mm. It's going to be when we review a book. Or would you like to tell us which one, Ford? 
Yes, the votes are in. Um, we're reviewing The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. It's a collection of 12 short stories uh, by Arthur Conan Doyle, uh, published in like 1892 or something like that. Wow. You like the old literature, don't you? Mm. We aren't reading all 12, are we? Well, they're short stories. Um, yeah, but I guess we we'll, ought to we'll... choose one. <laughs> <laughs> one? One or two. Oh, no. Well, 12 short ones make one very big one, so we really <laughs> need to choose one of the short ones. <laughs> uh, it's 307 pages. I don't know if that's a lot to you. Divided by 12. I'm not reading 300 pages before next time we record. <laughs> Audiobook. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll be listening to a few of those, or reading, depending. Yeah, the average is about reading. 25 pages per short story. Okay. Um, okay, so we'll probably need to let the viewer, listener, know which one we're going for but without having sight of it in front of us never mind you can't we'll have to just tune in and listen i think we should select one though yes one <laughs> just oh. to say this goes to the first one or whatever I like, I don't know. the first one's pretty good okay yeah, this first one. all right then if you you know it if you know it's a good one let's go for that whatever it's called first a, a scandal in, in the... bohemia okay thank you we're getting somewhere well done okay <laughs> done. acting like i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> and anybody to help me prepare for the show. <laughs> so I think just to remind everybody then, you can find us on all major podcast platforms and on YouTube, which you probably know because that's why you're listening to us. Um, but, oh, yeah, please do click one of those buttons that make noises and bells and whistles. And um, why not leave a review? I hear other podcasters saying that. Leave wow. a review. It helps, helps spread the word. Uh, mm. can also uh, feed back to us using Twitter with at theory of any ting t-i-n-g at the end and also email us um, if people are still using email I heard the other day that millennials don't use email anymore did you know mm. that? I don't know oh, I know don't that use email <laughs> does anyone? everything asks yeah. for an email address have they moved back to um, have they moved back to um, sending letters then? <laughs> yeah that's the only way <laughs> The, the written word. Yeah. For the reviews, though, you don't have to do anything complicated. You can just say great or bad, whatever you want. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Well, yeah. It, it, even that would help. Yeah, short yeah. and sweet. I don't right. know. Mm. Good. So email us at a theory of anything at hotmail.com. And I think that's about it. I don't need to say any more than that, do I? No. Apart from, are we ready? Yep. I'm ready. Until we meet around the microphone again next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.